going on you guys and welcome back to another video if you're new to the channel here my name is brandon and in today's video we are going over some pain we're going over some ugliness we're going over my tax-free savings account and as you can tell probably from the title of this video no way to sugarcoat it we are getting crushed it is a sea of red this is my exact portfolio that you're looking at uh, aside from this the holdings you got about um ten thousand eleven thousand dollars in cash uh for those of you that are on quest trade if you're not already like using this view i would highly suggest going back to this but we're going to be going over this today how do we handle this what's going on like am i doing something wrong is there uh did i make a mistake how am i approaching this i'm actually very fortunate i'm happy that i'm building up my portfolio at a time like this i think it's such a good teaching point and i'll tell you guys am i worried in the slightest I don't want to spoil the video, but uh, no, we've been here before. This is exactly what to expect as an investor, and this is nothing out of the ordinary. I will just say before we get into things, if you guys are not already using Inverse, uh, you guys absolutely should be. I'm actually going to pin this thing to the thing somehow here. I know I've done it before. Float on the top. There you go. Um, now I can adjust things, but uh, thank you to Inverse for sponsoring today's video. Maybe if I was using Inverse uh, for my research... I probably wouldn't be down so much. I'm just kidding. That's not the case. The whole market is down and I just did a full review on inverse platform. If you guys are not familiar with it, awesome free tool that I'd highly suggest you guys checking out. It is completely free to use. It's going to be free going forward. You can look up all sorts of different stocks. In fact, I want to actually start today's video off with this little example here. And I basically picked up the stock. I picked the stock Royal Bank. Okay. And why Royal Bank? Well, I don't own Royal Bank, but I own TD, but I think this is basically going to give us a very similar picture. I just picked a time frame, and for educational and teaching purposes, there was a period of time back in about 2014, 2015, <coughs> where for about a year or at least a, a matter of months, Royal Bank stock came from about $62 per share down to $52. And I don't know the exact math on that. I didn't take the time to calculate it, but you guys can leave a comment down below. What is that? A 10% drop, 15% drop, something in that ballpark. I think something in that ballpark, but uh, basically based on sheer luck, based on sheer timing, you had a great stock like Royal Bank and it was down 10, 15%, just in a matter of months, matter of eight months or so, right? It happens. Well, I wanna go back to my portfolio here and just go for a little overview. Basically, if you guys don't know the background of this, the only two stocks that I've held for quite some time, which unfortunately are the real, real losers in this account are of course, Baba and Tencent. I've done a million videos on my opinion on those stocks and I plan to hold them longer term despite the poor performance. And clearly um, we've taken some significant losses thus far. But all of these other positions are quite new. Like I've added to these stocks really over the past couple of months, just as I've been rebuilding up my portfolio. And I truly do believe that there are forces in the stock market that are sometimes beyond your control. Like what's happening out there, um, the economy, the sentiment out there is really something that we can't always pinpoint as investors. And sometimes over the short term, over a matter of months, or even over a matter of a year or two, we absolutely cannot control what happens in the market. We can control how we react as investors, and I'll tell you what I'm planning on doing very soon. But just to go back to our example of Royal Bank, which again is, I compare that to my TD holding, right? I could have used TD here. Point being is that during this period of time where your shares dropped X percent, if we were to just zoom out, look at a longer term chart, this is kind of where we were looking at, and again, in the time when you're kind of in the moment, a drop like this can feel quite maybe scary and maybe a cause for panic. But when we are able to see the bigger picture, when you are an investor who truly understands investing for the long term and not investing over a matter of months or even a matter of a year or two, I mean, this has been a very clear picture where today Royal Bank trades up at about 140, $130 to $140 per share, right? 2x your return over about a five to seven year period. 
kind of what you'd actually expect. Uh, typically, I believe stocks, you can receive about 100% return over a seven year period, at least if you're using the rule of 72, I believe it is, um, something like that. But um, basically, again, it's just such a short term, short sighted mindset. And if you want to look at where we are today in the markets, I mean, clearly we have had this tremendous, tremendous run. S&P is down about 8% off highs. NASDAQ is down about 17, 18% off highs. Well, of course, our stocks are all going to be down. And that's like just the nature of it. The market goes up, the market goes down. We are in one of those times where the market went down. And that should not deter you from investing if you are a long-term investor. In fact, this red like that I'm seeing right here, it does not even concern me. And I know that may sound hard to believe because as an investor, you may kind of see this and be like, wow, this is not what I was anticipating. This is not fun, but this is not the first time I've built up a portfolio. In fact, I've built up many portfolios over my years, uh, multiple for myself and multiple working at my father's firm where we built up client portfolios significantly larger than this. We're not talking 20, 30, 40, $50,000. We're talking million dollar plus portfolios. And when you see drops like this in a million dollar plus portfolio, I'll tell you, it does hit kind of differently. Like it kind of hits you a little bit harder when the dollar figures that you're seeing are, uh, the drops are in the tens of thousands, even sometimes bigger than that, right? Um, I'll share with you a quick story. Like one of the most eye-opening moments for me when I was kind of shadowing my father as a portfolio manager, if you're not familiar with what he does, he managed portfolios, uh, equity portfolios, basically built them up of all individual holdings for his different various clients. And um, one day, like when I was relatively new, he built up an account for a client, million plus portfolio, like a t quite a bit of money, you know, invested into the markets. And a month or so, I looked at the client's uh, account, like which I did, I was basically working with my dad on the portfolios and just observing. And I remember seeing one of the positions down like 15%, right? Like a month later, shares had dropped 15%. And I asked my dad, I'm like, uh oh, dad, like, are they going to be upset? Like, did you make a mistake? Um, maybe you shouldn't have bought that stock because again, some of them have gone up, some of them have gone down. I'm like, this is just, you know, Hey, 15% on a position of that size. I mean, that's tens of thousands of dollars, uh, potentially even more that the position was down in. And I said, well, geez, they're not going to be too happy about this. And the way my dad handled that, like just opened a, opened a door for me that I will never, ever close. It just opened a new way of thinking because what my dad ended up saying and something that I now preach on the channel is the fact that that stock had dropped 10, 15% only meant that that stock just got 10 to 15% cheaper. And in fact, what happened was that he ended up going in and buying more of those shares. Again, this was back maybe five, six, seven years ago. I guarantee you that position is significantly higher today than it was back in the moment. But in the moment, it can definitely feel a little bit scary. The caveat to that is you have to be sure that you are holding good quality companies. Now, in my opinion, you can feel free to agree or disagree. And again, let's put Baba and Tencent aside because everyone has very, very strong opinions on that, either for or against, and many people against, and that's totally fine if you don't agree with me. But let's take a look at some of the other holdings, such as Adobe, right? A stock that I actually believe is significantly undervalued, even at today's prices. BlackRock, one of the newer stocks that I added just a couple days ago, um, again, down 2%, that means nothing to me. Canadian National Railway. You fast forward 10 years from now and you ask me the question, is Canadian National Railway going to be higher than it is today? I'd bet good money on it. In fact, more than just this amount that I have in this stock, I bet good money that's the case. Facebook's a stock that again, 
does have variants of opinions, but I do think we are looking at an attractive price right now. Google, I could say a very similar story. Again, Tencent, I believe that's the case. TD Bank, there is no question in my mind that that's going to be the case looking 10 years out. And then William Sonoma, again, looking at the numbers that I am looking at based on my research, I strongly believe this is going to be a very strong grow over the years. And these short-term drops, the drops that we've experienced over a week or two weeks or a month, these literally mean nothing to me. And I'll actually just toggle over to um, my my TD RSP. And I don't know why it breaks it up. I have a Canadian dollar account and a US dollar account. But if you take a look at this account, this is our Canadian dollar account. And for some reason, Apple's in here and I've tried to move it out, but Apple stays in there. But um, here's a good example of just when you hold the stocks for longer periods of time. And my RSP, I've obviously had longer than my TFSA because I'm just rebuilding my TFSA. But here we have basically every position in the green aside from our bond fund. And our bond funds obviously are all going to go down like in an environment like this. In my opinion, they serve, a, they serve a role and I don't have all too much in this bond fund. I only have about two grand in there. So again, could even consider that cash. But on the capital appreciation side, bond fund is down, but all of our equities have done well. And again, this is what is going to happen when you own good quality companies for the long term. Here I have Apple, Bookfield, Rogers, uh, Kushtard, TD Bank. If we go over to my US RSP, which does happen to be a little bit bigger, you're going to notice a very similar story. Green, 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 green. You do have a couple of stocks in the red here. This is actually a newer stock for me, Tyler Technologies, like literally this month. So again, it's going to be down with the market. Uh, Starbucks was another newer position that I was adding to like literally within the month. So it's been dragged down by this recent downturn. And then these two are, this is basically just a little junkie stock. And then 10 cent again, unfortunately. But why I show you guys this is first of all, hope you guys enjoy the insight into my portfolio. Kind of see what I've built myself up of. Um, this is basically what you're looking at. And again, if you guys want to follow along, like if you didn't know, our investing academy is now $19.99 a month. And not only do you get 100 plus hours of training, you literally get every single trade call. You get every single portfolio. So if you want to know what I'm buying, when I'm buying, um, not just to copy, but just as a role model, someone to maybe give you some extra set of eyes and ideas. Well, that's just one of the many features, which is that first link down below. But case in point that I want to show you guys this is these stocks that are all in the green now, at some points, absolutely. Like there's a very good likelihood that at some point during building up my portfolio or portfolios for clients, there are periods when it looks like this. And it's how we handle that as an investor that will actually dictate what happens in the future. Again, it's it's really not rocket science that if you are selecting good companies, like companies that you firmly believe in 10, 15 years out are gonna be significantly higher than they are. The fact that these shares have come down there is not like a single hint of concern, right? I'll give you a good example. Like when I look at my TD account here, which is the RSP and I look at a company like SoFi, right? SoFi is just a junk stock. You see, there's barely any money in there. What is there? I put a thousand bucks in. Today's worth basically half of that. This is a company where I would say the confidence level is not there. Like this is a fun little speculative position. And the fact that this stock is down 50%, that may be a cause for concern where I'm just like, you know what? This stock may never ever come back because they're at such an early phase and there's so many uh, variables at play that this stock may never pan out. Hence why there's only $500 or $1,000 that I put into this position. But when you look at all of the other holdings in my name that I've screened, that I've vetted, stocks that I am comfortable holding for the long run, these are stocks that I have no question 10 years down the road. And hey, maybe not every stock. Like, let, let, let me backtrack for a second. Maybe not every single stock on this list to be a, to hit hundred percent of our stocks out there is a little bit um, 
foolish. I think it's a fallacy to think that's going to be the case. But 80%, 90% of the companies that I've selected here, I'd bet good money that these stocks do very, very well over the long term. And hey, maybe like over the short term, I mean, do I expect we've hit a bottom? I'm never one to try and pick or time the bottom. I'm just going to keep buying stocks when I see value. And trust me, if these stocks drop lower, I will be adding more and more money. Like I will just continue adding. I do think that the markets have just been shaky and I've been not really adding all too much to stocks, like other than starting to build these initial positions. That's actually another funny thing. If you guys are still listening, I don't know if you guys saw that video where I talked about how I plan to build up my TFSA, right? And I gave a bunch of stock ideas. Well, this is how the TFSA is looking so far. And it's probably very, very different than what I talked about. Maybe not very different, but a little bit different. I've definitely identified new ideas that weren't on that initial video. And as mentioned there, like that's the fun part about investing, right? That is the fun, fun part about investing is kind of wing, not winging it, but taking it as you go and adapting, um, kind of finessing and whatnot. But uh, nevertheless, like these are stocks that I will just, as a young investor, as someone with multiple decades, like I like seeing red. I like seeing my stocks down because I can add more money. I can deploy more money and buy cheaper shares. Um, one thing I would just say, like just in terms of the broader market is like, I'm not like rushing out to go pl plug money into the market right now because of all the uncertainty, because of, I mean, again, I don't want to like speculate, but you see the Netflix numbers declining. You see some of these companies reporting earnings and clearly the market's already off 20% off highs. Um, I've been saying it for months now, if you've been following the channel, like I, I feel like we are literally starting a recession. I feel like we're in a recession or at least on the brink of it, whether we want to like actually categorize it as that or, or not. Um, I've been seeing all sorts of signs over the past number of months, like basically coming out of the COVID pandemic, we had a nice boost, a nice injection into our world. Everything was good for a little bit of time. Well, I feel like we're really feeling the effects of everything. The supply chain issues, um, the pandemic, like it's kind of a delayed effect, but I feel like that is here now. And again, you never really want to go bottom fishing as an investor, which is not what I'm kind of saying I'm doing. I'm just saying I'm not like rushing in to deploy money. That said, when I see stocks that I like at a value, I will add to them. The fact that Adobe is down 8% like off the time that I bought it, I was still very pleased with my Adobe purchase right here about a month ago or whatever the case was. Um, I like this stock where it's trading at today for the long haul. And I could go down list by list. I could go down stock by stock and say the exact same things. The prices that I'm paying today, I am okay with, I'm happy with. So what happens over the following months does not matter to me. And that's personally how I approach my TFSA being absolutely slaughtered, absolutely crushed. Um, I don't know if you guys are in a similar position and hopefully this video is, you know, in a way like a little bit like eye-opening to those who maybe are new investors. I can totally understand if you're a new investor and you're seeing this, like this does probably not what you signed up for. It doesn't look, it doesn't look pretty and it doesn't look like fun. And again, I think it's just a simple shift of your perception, like a change in the way you think to tell yourself that this does not matter. This is irrelevant. Like I had no intentions of buying a stock and selling it a month from now or buying a stock and realizing my gains or losses two months from now or six months from now. Like I am a long-term investor thinking literally decades out and what happens today, what happens tomorrow does not impact me. But um, that's the video for today, guys. I really hope you enjoy it. I hope you appreciate the insights, um, you know, sharing this type of stuff. It's not easy to talk about it when your portfolio is down. I mean, for some people, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. For me, it's not. This is part of investing. Like this is literally like, there's nothing out of the ordinary that's happening here. Like with the timing that I'm building up this portfolio, with the types of companies I'm buying, there is nothing out of the ordinary that is happening here. This is just par for the course when it comes to investing. And I can totally understand how for a new investor, you may not understand that. But um, 
for any experienced investors, you can feel free to chime in below. Let me know what's happening with your portfolio. Let me know if you've been here before. Again, my message to you guys is just think long-term. Always think long-term and disconnect yourself from what's happening over the, the month, the three months, the year. Because at the end of the day, it's irrelevant and all it does is give you better opportunities to purchase stocks at a cheaper price, assuming they're good quality stocks. But if you guys enjoyed, take a moment, give this video a thumbs up, subscribe. And as I mentioned, our investing academy is down below, 19.99, and you get all types of courses and training, a community to chat with, trade calls, follow along with my portfolio, keep up to date with the stocks that I am buying. I know you're probably thinking, why would I follow this guy's stocks right now? But I'd encourage you to come back uh, in a number of years and uh, maybe we'll have that similar discussion and see if there's a, a change uh, in your perception. But um, thank you guys for watching. I hope you enjoyed and I'll see you in the next video.